0: Brandon Tracy, and welcome back to the Authentic Agent Podcast, where we have honest and open conversations about all things real estate and business. I'm joined today by Kyle Bates, CEO at BTG Real Estate and co-founder of the Authentic Agent. And today we're going to talk about some interesting stuff, the emergence of the work from home movement and how to make sure this new autonomy empowers you instead of derails you.
1: Yep. Uh, before we get started, though, really want to ask you all to go and subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, anywhere you listen to a podcast. I'm sure you can go on there and subscribe to us. Also, go on like our Authentic Agent Facebook page. Um, we're going to have uh, new release content on there. That way you'll be able to see it right away. And then we also have some really, really exciting things coming this fall um, that we're, we're looking to empower your business, empower you, and really make sure that we're, we're driving everyone forward, doing whatever we can to to uh, improve the real estate industry.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And listen, for, for today, we're going to talk about this, you know, really interesting time that we're in. Today's July 16th, 2020. We've been in this pandemic situation for four months now and many engaged agents are having a pretty nice second and third quarter despite the considerable amount of distractions and uncertainty in the, in the market and in the consumer for sure. But many agents right now are struggling to help their clients compete in an extremely competitive market. Or really, uh, let's be honest, they're, they're struggling to find clients at all. So, so much has changed in the way agents interact with their professional lifelines as well, like their team and their brokerage. And anytime we hit sweeping change like this, we can have a tendency to, to lose our way. So Kyle, we're going to cover some interesting topics today and, and just kind of have a conversation about, you know, how we've handled it and what we're doing.
1: Yeah, we, we talked about hitting the uh, work from home movement, which is huge. Interesting as real estate agents, interesting as, as real estate business owners. Um, Going to talk about discipline, self-leadership, the power of a routine, which I know is very important for us. And then guarding against isolation, which is also very important for us. Also in an industry filled with people that that enjoy human interaction for the most part. That's a a huge reason people get into sales and real estate. Um, We're going to talk through power and through that isolation and how to, uh, to work around it
0: yeah agents in general are just we're highly social people we're we're very dependent on on those interactions to create energy for ourselves and our business and now we're finding ourselves a little bit more isolated than ever before um let's start with this work from home movement i think there's a couple of interesting things going on here is i you know we've we've said this before it really does feel like this whole work from home movement accelerated about 10 years inside of four months. And what I mean by that is it's really around its acceptance, both inside the industry and from the consumer. Mm -hmm. You're seeing it more broadly accepted from industry and clients. And that's an important thing to make it sticky, right? Before you might've said, Hey, let's get on a zoom call and somebody's hiding from the video aspect of it, or they're not comfortable with it. Now it's kind of like, boom, click of the finger, four months, this is now what we do. And it's a little bit easier to get people committed to doing it. Um, and then two, the, you know, we're gonna have to learn new things now. Like it's gonna require us to be kind of a little bit more engaged in new technologies, the use of them, how we show up on them, like Zoom, like, like this podcast, is getting used to being on video, getting used to talking on video as if you were sitting right in front of another person. Um, how are you? You know, how were your previous communication skills transferring to these new platforms? And I think some people are struggling with that. We see people like that all the time. You know, they're hiding from the video aspect of it. They feel like they're, you know, on stage, all eyes are on them. Like, I, we get it. Like that, that can feel, that can generate some fear and anxiety. Understood.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's a new form of communication. I mean, obviously, there's for years there's been Facetime and there's been Zoom, there's been Skype. There's the video chatting, but people only generally used it in their in their uh, personal lives. Uh, the, the transfer to work kind of was held up. Obviously bigger corporations, international, national corporations have always used video conferencing, but it was generally um, groups of people talking to groups of people. Um, and I'm speaking in generalities. I know there are plenty of businesses that did this, but um, but as we've seen these last four months progress, the majority of businesses that are succeeding right now have, have made this transition. And, and yes, I mean, we can fight it. We can complain. We can say it's not the same as being face to face and shaking a hand and, and being able to sit down, have a cup of coffee. Like, yeah, there there is that. It's not the same, but it also works. It's also efficient. It also gets your point across and it's forced us to become more scripted. It's forced us to become more confident. It's forced us to become, um, more efficient in our abilities to, to either sell homes, communicate, do whatever we need to do. And then expectation setting. Zoom is it's a one step below sitting face to face, but that one step below shouldn't prevent you from selling houses. shouldn't prevent you from doing business. That one step below is just the transition you need to make to succeed. Um, there's also a whole lot of pros that don't get recognized or at least don't get talked about as much in the, in the circles, at least I'm communicating in people like to complain because people like to complain about everything. But in reality, think about the amount of time we've been able to get back. Think of the amount of people we've been able to talk to. There's so many more people that you can communicate with by eliminating that barrier of, transportation of, 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 having to go somewhere, having to connect in a way where people get scared. Like this is, this is eliminating that and allowing you to get in front of people uh, a lot more often. And then also like you, you get to spend more time with your family. You get to spend more time doing the things you're passionate about. And it allows you to really like when you're disciplined, it allows you to do your work and then move on fairly quickly.
0: Yeah. I think you, you nailed it. The biggest pro here that I feel really has, Has been a major player in overcoming most of the cons is efficiency. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we used to have to drive all over, drive to appointments, drive to meetings, drive to masterminds. We're getting all of that time back. And and if you're using it correct, and you know, our our next bullet point is the discipline of self leadership. If you're using that time and efficiency correctly, what you're gonna be able to do is spend more time in the activities that generate results um and you know as much as i love the interaction what i have found is i'm so much more effective in my workflow throughout the day because i'm not you know i miss the interactions i miss the kind of water cooler talk and the creating relationships of that you know but we're also eliminating a lot of the you know the the overkill of that. Right. And, and I, I had, I had, I admit like a lot of people go to the real estate office, not necessarily to work, but just to interact. And yeah. what we had kind of gotten ourselves to is we went to the office and what we did was we distracted each other at the office. Right. Got a minute. Oh, hey, you got a minute. Got <laughs> but, but the, uh, the point that I'm making is by eliminating that, we're we're forcing ourselves to be in a position to focus and deal with our work, deal with the execution of our work that is facilitating what we said we wanted out of our careers in the first place. You know, whatever your future self is, whatever the goals that you set out for your career, those distractions have been cut away for you. And if you have the self-discipline right now to, to do the work, to wake up. Hit your routine. Um, you know that you you've got a leg up from before. That's a very positive thing that has come out of this. The problem is is self governing, self governance, autonomy is a double edged sword. It feels it feels like man, I'm in control. Of my I can make my own schedule. I can do my own thing. I make my own decisions. Yeah, but if you don't make the right decisions, you're in, you're in big trouble right now it's very difficult to hide and go away from the work for a month or two months or three months and then reemerge in a market like this and go, okay, I'm ready again. Like it doesn't quite work that way. Well, I think something
1: that's so important um, to discuss is the fact that it's really hard, especially in these situations, to be completely honest with where you're at. There's so many excuses. There's so many reasons for you to be off track right now. It's easy to just blame those things. and I understand that I'm not calling everyone a victim who's in a tough spot right now. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but it is easier to fall into the victim mindset right now because there's so many outside things going on. So it's so important right now to focus on, on what's the correct perspective to look at this thing. Like um, I, I, I remember um, and our team is probably going to be sick of hearing this story, but I remember a time in, in 2012, where my gas bill was more than double what I was making that month because I was driving around so much, showing so many properties. Um, And I remember at the end of the month, I looked at those two numbers, my gas and how much (laughs) I earned. And uh, I just realized like, this is not not sustainable. This is not where I want to be. Of course, real estate's a 90 day game. Like I, I made that money back later on. So it's hard to compare them month to month, but it still was that perspective-setting moment of, I need to be more efficient with my time. Right now, when I feel myself slipping down the path of, well, I just wish I was in the office, I wish I was communicating, I wish I was face-to-face, I remember those moments and go, perspective-wise, I'm being so efficient right now that this is what I wanted, this is what I need, and this is what I need to do to grow. I just need to be disciplined to stay in the moment and continue to take one foot, one step forward every single day, eat that elephant one bite at a time. When you're always honest with where you're at, when you're when you're really taking those those deep breaths and allowing yourself to to gain perspective on the moment, it allows you to push past those brief moments of victimhood. Um, we're all there; we all experience it. I don't think it's a negative. You shouldn't beat yourself up if you feel that way sometimes. But it's so important in this work from home movement, um, or in this work from home stage of our careers. To, uh, to step out of that, gain perspective, take a couple minutes, recollect your thoughts, and continue to move forward.
0: Yeah, and we've always had to be very self-disciplined in real estate, right? Like, we get into this, this business with high hopes and dreams about what our lives and businesses could look like, and then we realize, like, okay, yeah, all those opportunities are here, but I'm going to have to work for these. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people haven't been in a situation before where – they're so reliant on self-discipline and being able to commit to the work when, they're, when they don't have to, right? When, when there's not a boss or somebody, you know, tracking their time and their efforts or something like that, your boss is you. You're, you're, the, you're the accountability partner to yourself. And that can be very difficult for people who have never worked in that kind of environment before. Uh, it, you know, like we talk about autonomy is is really dangerous because abusing autonomy is the quickest way to lose your autonomy in the first place, right? Like you get enamored by the idea that you're self-governing and you, you convince yourself that you're free. Well, you're only free if you're committed to the work. And that takes a ton of self-discipline and self-leadership and, and self-accountability to the goals. Um, and, I, you know, I think one of the most important things is... You know and it's very simple you know and that's that's the crazy thing is is it's so simple it almost feels silly to talk about but it's the power of routine it's it's waking up in the morning you know even though you know you're not leaving your house treat the day as if you were going to work you know, shower get yourself ready get your coffee get your breakfast get your exercise your meditation whatever it is get that stuff in in a specific order every single morning, remain committed to that, and then sit down and get to work, right? And if you can if you can create that routine, even print it out, post it on your home office door, share it with your family and say, this is how we're gonna power through this together, right? Bring them into the conversation and say, this is how not only am I gonna sustain, you know, my ability to create income for our family, but this is also how we're going to continue to grow. We're not going to let this moment in time beat us. We're going to use this moment in time as an opportunity, uh, you know, to, to carve a bigger chunk for ourselves going forward. And that, you know, that takes some self-discipline to do that and then live it every single work day. Um, but it's it's one of the most powerful tools that we have at our disposal right now, and it should be one of the first things that you implement as a work from home strategy.
1: Well, we're in an industry, in, uh, we're in sales, and in sales, um, we always talk about expectation settings. You wouldn't wanna roll into a client relationship without setting the right expectations, especially in, in markets like we have today. Uh, working from home, you need to set the right expectations for yourself as well. You're now having to treat yourself like a client, Make sure you're doing the right thing. And then also the people around you. We're closer with our families. We're closer with with our kids, with our wives, with our husbands, with our partners. Like, we're we're very close. We're living in close, close quarters. So it's very important that you set the right expectations. You plan out the day. You let them know. Like you said, print it out if necessary, or at least talk through it. Just live that same day over and over. And sometimes, like, people will think, well, I feel like I'm living in Groundhog's Day. Or I feel like... Um, like there's nothing interesting going on, but you need to fall in love with the process. You need to, to realize that you gain traction by, by sticking in the boredom, by staying doing the things that work and not chasing the things that are, that are shiny or what you deem interesting that day. You need to make sure you stick to your routine. And I'm not saying you can't dedicate time in the day to focus on things you're passionate about, things that excite you, mixing it up a little, but but make sure you're focused when you're working on doing the things that work, not the things that that, that seem interesting that, that specific day. Um, yeah. In the office, it's easier because you feel like you're doing something different because we're in a society that has been programmed to trade time for money. Right now, that's switching up a little bit. You have to trade the work for money. And I mean, call me crazy, but I feel like that's actually a more rewarding system. Trade the work. Right. For the reward, um, but we've we've been programmed for so long. You show up nine to five, you get paid salary. This is what you do, and this is how you live. As real estate agents, as entrepreneurs, we've always had to have had to think of that a little bit differently. But right now, in particular, you have to think about the work you're doing and trading that for the reward. If you want something bigger, do the work. Stay focused. Make sure you stick to a routine. Don't switch it up. Time over task. Over time over task. How often do we say that to each other? You have to remember success is sequential, not simultaneous.
0: And that's important. And you know, I think what what I'm hearing is a lot of people are like, well, where do I start and what do I do? Like, how do I reengage? How do I reinvigorate my career? How do I get myself back on track? and i think what we're constantly looking for is some really sexy complex answer that goes oh yeah right like that's what i got to do that's going to change my life right and then we jump into it with this incredible intensity and enthusiasm and that fizzles away after a week or two mm-hmm. um you know simon Senek in, in his book talks about um, consistency is more important than intensity and that's what this is going to take now is developing consistency in your routine And what you're focused on. We talk about this a lot in our business. Engagement and education is where your focus should be. Um, Engagement with whether that's your team or your brokerage. But, you know, like for us on on our real estate team, it's every morning we have a huddle. Every morning or every Monday we have group coaching. Every month we have, um, you know, a team meeting. And every one of those is dedicated to a specific set or piece of education that is important and relevant to the market. To, to the modern market what's happening to us today and instead of you know like a lot of brokerages and teams get off track by just having random information constantly injected into their business random techniques or strategies or whatever our focus is on the foundational strategies that generate the largest return on effort in in the form of, of results closings commissions right and what we do is we're, we're focused on that message every day And I love, you know, Gary Keller has always been a, you know, a big influence for us. But, you know, Gary's always said success is in the boring. And that's where entrepreneurs are failing themselves right now is they get bored with the message and they stop plugging into the message. And then a month goes by, two months goes by, three months goes by, and they've told themselves, I've heard this before. And they might be true, they might have heard 60 or 70% of it before, but the changes, the subtlety of the changes month over month, week over week, is the evolution of the conversation and the education and the awareness of what's happening, why it's happening, and how you communicate that to your clients that engagement is so incredibly important. And we hear, we hear agents say this all the time. It's like, well, I wanna reach out to my database, but I don't know what to say. And the lazy approach is, can I have a script? Who's got a script for something I can say to my database today? Like, stop it with the scripts right now. Like what you need to do is be plugged in, be educated, be aware, be hyper aware of what's happening today in your market. Be part of the conversations. Listen until you find your voice. When you find your voice, interject your voice. Challenge your ideas and your opinions. And what happens is you build education. You build the ability to articulate value and educate your clients. Those are the scripts you need to win. Those are the scripts you need to build trusting relationships with clients that say yes to you. Yes, I want you specifically to help me buy and sell my next home because I trust you. I can tell you're engaged. I can tell that you're committed to your craft and being engaged with your craft. And I trust you enough to to handle this uh, for myself and my family. And when it comes down to it, routine, set your routine include engagement and education in that routine daily and weekly. And what you're going to find is you're going to develop the education and the articulation of what's happening. That's going to make all the difference when you talk to. it's going to remove the fear of you don't know what to say. It's going to make you sound different than every other agent in conversations with your clients or your leads. And that's going to inspire trust. And we talk about this all the time, Kyle, people don't say yes to you unless they trust you. A script is a good starting point, but trust is developed deeper than a script.
1: Being able to talk from an educated place just makes, it, it's like a cheat code when trying to talk to, to your clients, when trying to, to acquire new clients. You need to be able to learn through osmosis. You need to absorb it because we say this all the time, you hear things when you're ready. Um, but you hit on an interesting point there where a lot of people will, will attend a class or they'll listen in on something or they'll read through an article and they go, I've, I've read this before. I've heard this before. I've seen this before. I don't need to, I'm not going to continue down the path. You're doing yourself a disservice. You're absolutely doing yourself a disservice because you hear things and you see things when you're ready. Um, I, I, I still remember, um, I forget what conference or what thing, what class we were at, but I remember one time, uh, we went and reattended a, 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 a training and I we had done it the year before. And then the next year we went again and I felt like I had received a completely different message, even though the content was the exact same. Um, and it was that eye opening moment of, oh, yeah, you got to stay in the boring, You got to stay in the same content because you'll hear things when, they're, when you're ready. You'll pay attention when you're ready and that'll get you to the next step, which will get you to the next step. But it's sequential. It doesn't happen right away. You don't just absorb everything the first time you, you do it.
0: Yeah, but our egos convince us that we do, right? Our mm-hmm. egos convince us, I've already seen that, or I've already done that, or I've already read that book. But the reality of it is, is each time you go to a course or a training, um, you are at a different place personally and professionally. Yeah. And if you convince yourself that you're I'm only interested in new training, new information, then you're you're dug from up. You're you're looking for the squirrel, right? Like you're just constantly the squirrel chasing right? And yeah, well, you know, new dad, right? Yeah. Our at this point. But, uh, but that's what happens to us is our ego convinces us that we've heard something and we don't need to, you know, go back to that because somehow it's a weakness or I've already done that. And well, we,
1: all, make- we all like to pretend we're at the end of the journey. We all like to pretend we're speaking from that, that stage. We all like to pretend we're on a, on a podcast broadcasting all our successes. We're not where we want to be. We're all continuing down this journey, and if you let your ego get in the way, you won't plug back in. You won't learn. You won't grow. That's a problem. That's a major problem. We everyone likes to tout fail forward, like I continue to fail forward. But then when it takes you failing to get somewhere else, your ego doesn't allow you to do that, and you stay stuck. And you just completely focus in on oh, I can't fail. I'm too good to fail. Everyone can fail. That's okay. Look at the amount of businesses right now we see going bankrupt or going under because they didn't prepare themselves for a pandemic to not do business for three, four months. Like, hey, I'm not saying that they're failures because they didn't do that, but you always need to be thinking ahead. You always need to be preparing yourself to move forward. Um, Again, not to completely always bring it back to society, but we're in a society where the majority of people don't have savings, where the majority of people are in massive amounts of debt. It's it's what we've we've become and unfortunately it doesn't lead to success in the future and it's why most people stay stuck. If you don't wanna stay stuck, you gotta think with the end in mind. You gotta keep moving forward and you don't have you can't be egotistical enough to think that your path is always right. You need to be able to change, you need to be able to move, you need to be a cockroach. I mean, I've said that to you jokingly where it's like, I feel like we're cockroaches, you you then we run away. <laughs> but In reality, you got to be, you got to survive that nuclear invasion. You got to be able to, to understand sometimes things fall apart, but it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you need to learn from it, grow and move past it.
0: Don't, well. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about this a lot, both, you know, just you and I in our conversations about business, but also in our trainings with, with our team and, and outside of it is, you know, education is really not a check for understanding or a participation medal. Like education is the pursuit of mastery of that content. That's where success lies is in the mastery of specific content. And, you know, we have incredible examples of this all over the world. And we even have people that teach this, the 10,000 hour Rule. I mean, I, like everybody from Tim Ferriss to Tony Robbins, every, everybody's saying it. Why are we not getting it? What, what What's missing? How How can all of these people tell us that how important mastery is, how important spending that time is, how important 10,000 hours on a craft is. And then we'll go to, to a class once, and we'll make a quick determination, or our ego will about its value, and then we'll do it for a day or a week or a month, and, and we're not rich yet. So then we, we, we check the box and say, that one doesn't work, that one's a waste of time. It, it's not a waste of time you didn't dedicate the time Kyle you said task over time over task and we talk about success being sequential like the compounding um, the compounding part of your efforts as they pertain to generating future results like that's the entrepreneur spirit that's real estate you have to dedicate yourself to mastering not just the execution of your job or the communication or the articulation of your value but though like you you have to do it for a longer period of time than you expect to have to do it for yeah and you you'll get bored yeah. you will absolutely get bored during that process that is a fact that's going to happen to you and it's at that moment where you decide okay am i going to chase the next squirrel or am i going to power through this boredom and focus on creating mastery because mm-hmm that's where we get results and listen the stats are undeniable the failure rate in real estate 96 97 and a half percent like this is why it's a simple concept this is why we are not a disciplined group of people and if we just commit that self di- self discipline self leadership being accountable to ourselves our goals what we said we wanted for our life for our family and for our business that's the ingredient be bored, pursue mastery. That's where it's at. Well, it's it's simple to
1: set yourself apart, but it's not easy. I mean, it's very simple. The, what you just said is all you need to do.
0: Yeah. But it's so
1: hard to get over that sometimes. And the reason it's so hard is because of ego, because we tell ourselves that we're too good for this or we don't need to do this. We don't need to experience it. I'm unique. I'm approaching it in a unique and different way. And this is why I'll be successful. There's no proven track record there. Be successful first and then try your unique ideas.
0: Like we all, every single one of us, us included came into real estate thinking we were unique, we were going to do things differently. And really what we were saying is we were going to do things differently. And we, we we really didn't dedicate ourselves to whatever that different thing was for eight hours a day, every single day. Right? Like when we we say we're going to convince ourselves it was easier.
1: We all want yeah, to
0: we're, That getting
1: there was easier. Like, ah, I'm just going to sell a hundred houses. I'll be fine at that point. I'll be yeah. good.
0: I'm going to do it my way, which is I'm not going to work a lot. And I'm certainly not going to do the things I need to do. Right. And we've all gone through that. That's the thing. It's like the evolution of a real estate agent is eventually you got to go through that. And the light bulb goes off and go, Oh, okay. That's not going to work. Now we're going to come back to following models and systems, proven models and systems, dedicated you know, systems and strategies that are proven to generate specific results over time. Following a model is just incredibly, incredibly, we're already following models everywhere in our lives. Like if you wrote down everything that you did every single day for a week, what you would see is patterns. Those patterns are models for your life that are generating the results that you have in your life right now. So it's just about following a new model, a proven model. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about like, okay, so all of this was hard before isolation came before the pandemic came and the work from home movement starting, started to pick up. And now we have to handle that and guard against the very damaging effects of isolation that can happen during this time. And isolation can make you feel even more alone, more fearful, more uncertain. And when you used to go plug into your community face to face and you had that interaction that generated some energy and some momentum for your day, now you're responsible for self-creating that energy and momentum and that could be that can be very difficult because listen i think you and i both agree because we've always needed each other that the reality of it is is as humans we do need each other we inspire each other we set examples for one another both good and bad examples for one another but we set those examples and engagement is so important it used to be physical face-to-face engagement but as we've noted earlier in this podcast, I'm finding the way we're engaging now more specific to our profession, more specific to education and, and the things that we need to be plugged into. And it's zeroed in, time blocked on our behalf. You know, your brokerage, your team is time blocking these things. All you gotta do is bring yourself to the table, mm-hmm. right? Just bring yourself, fight the board like fight the boredom monkey off with a stick right? Beat them down, lock them in the closet and get on the calls, get engaged in the messaging and fight that boredom every single day. Um, You know, I love autonomy as much as the rest of us. Full disclosure, I'm doing this podcast from the side of a river in Montana. And I'm also working eight, nine hours a day. The autonomy is really, really great. I I mean, I, if a, a lesser younger, much less disciplined me, would be out fishing every single day right now. I'd just be like, ah, we're in a pandemic. I'll wait and see how this pans out. For now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fish till my heart's content, right? And I'm not, I'm realizing the moment, new challenge, new opportunity. We have a big opportunity here. So, you know, you have to understand there's no 100% autonomy when it comes to achieving your goals. And I said this before, abusing autonomy is the quickest way to lose that autonomy right? Like you got into this, you wanted to self-govern, you wanted to be your own boss, you wanted to do all those things. You can do all those things. You also just have to be the accountable self disciplined self leader that you are to generate those results, to make it worth it. And you don't want to lose that autonomy because losing that autonomy means you're going back to whatever that job is that you so desperately left the eight to 7 PM job, the nine to five job, the horrible manager, the horrible boss, like, you know, Yeah, maybe some safety and security comes with that. But that safety and security is going to feel good for about 60 or 90 days. And you're going to be right back to feeling like you have no control over the future of your life. And that sucks. I hate it. I've been in those jobs before. I I remember the soul-sucking feeling of that. So there's no amount of work or commitment that I could give now that would ever make me feel worse than that moment. I remind myself that all the time. And it's easy to blame others, but ultimately I'm responsible. You listener are responsible for the pieces of your business and your day that you got to show up for you, you, you take that responsibility first and foremost, hit your routine, start to develop some self-accountability, plug into your team, your communications, even when you're bored, even when you've heard the message before your career is this, your opportunities are still here. They might be even better for the engaged it, like it, For the engaged and educated agent right now, the opportunities in the future might be better than they were before because we're going to have a cleansing of our industry right now. And the new opportunities and alienated clients and new emergence of tech and it's just, it's a wonderful time to be in real estate. But if you're not engaged in it daily, it's going to go so fast that you're not going to be able to keep up with it.
1: Yeah. Right now, no matter where you're at in your career, you get to choose how you go to bed every night. You can either be frustrated and restless or you can be fulfilled and exhausted. Um, I'll choose fulfilled and exhausted every single day but what that takes is me being disciplined, it takes me sticking to my path, it, it takes me doing things that sometimes are out of my comfort zone um, like being on video all day, being on zoom calls all day, making sure I, I, I can hear right now, I can hear my, my wife and my son playing in the other room, I wanna go play there. I wanna go hang out with them. Like you wanna go fish. You wanna go play with 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 your son, with your wife. You wanna go have that fun time. We're, we're so close to it. So it feels like, well, maybe I'll, instead of lead genera- generating right now, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna take my cup of coffee. I'm gonna go see what they're doing out on the patio, whatever, it's so easy to do that. But now what you're doing is you're, you're getting yourself to the end of the day and you're gonna look back and you're gonna go, ah, I didn't do anything. You start feeling restless, you get in your mind, you don't sleep well, the next day you do the same thing and you're now down a pattern, a path that's gonna to lead to, unfortunately, failure. You can continue to fail forward, but don't you wanna to continue to grow at the same time? Um, yeah. So you have to be committed, you have to be disciplined. And it sounds so simple just saying it. I know it's hard, you know it's hard. It's not It's not yeah. something that, that uh, just comes naturally. It's something you have to choose every single second, of every single day.
0: Yeah, you brought up such an incredible point there, and I don't want us to just breeze over that. But um, sometimes distractions are beautiful distractions, mm-hmm. like our families, right? Like like our our babies running around and cooing and on and you know who knows what they're doing. We're we're sitting here going like, are they take you know are they taking their first steps? Are they doing like? Am I missing something? What whatever? Like sometimes distractions are beautiful distractions, mm-hmm. um, but you got to be self disciplined in these moments and time block. And you know, I, I really truly believe the way out of this is you create that morning routine, you create that morning time block, you sit down with your family and you say, this is how we're going to make it through this. This is how we're going to make sure that we sustain our lifestyle and we position ourselves for growth. And if I can, if I can get that support from my family, um, and they're dedicated to helping me stay on task in this time block, and what you've created is you've created that little support system around that. And then it's your job just to show up for yourself, for your life, for your business, for your family, and for your future. And you do it every single day and you'll have all those things. You'll have all those things, but you're gonna need to be disciplined and have their support.
1: Over the last four months, I've I've learned to appreciate this moment so much. Not obviously everything else going on, uh, world events, turn on the TV, everything's a mess, but I appreciate What I, what my eyes have been open to at this time, like the the geographical boundaries have been removed, the the time restrictions have been removed. All these things I thought were out of my hands are not. Like it really made me feel like I can own so much more by being disciplined. And I know there's probably about a million books titled "Discipline Equals Freedom." Jocko Willink has a great one, but um, but honestly. It's true, like when you can be disciplined, when you can stick to a moment, when you can stick to the work, Not the time. You don't need to lock yourself in a room for eight hours a day away from your family and then be on Facebook during that time, arguing with people about nonsense. What you need to do is be disciplined about doing the work, stay focused on what's going to affect you, what's gonna affect the ones you love, what's gonna affect your business partners, what's going to help you grow and grow the people that you care about. That's how you gain that connection. That's how you inspire. That's how you stay connected during these times of feeling that isolation. You make sure to be able to improve the people you care about and forget about the noise. And now what you do is you are able to create a life that is so much bigger than we thought of originally where you thought when you get into real estate and you go, I'm going to sell houses locally in Phoenix, Arizona for the rest of my life. Like, or you can grow into be uh, growing into being a business person, growing into a business professional that can create a life worth living a huge, massive life. Um, and seeing that, seeing these changes, seeing these adjustments, things and things change, things grow. And again, it's setting that ego aside and, and realizing that maybe the goal you set forth a year ago, isn't even the goal that's going to fulfill you now, like allowing yourself to change and, and, and target something that's even bigger or greater or more exciting or smaller if necessary, what fulfills you find that and stick to that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I hope people have stuck around as we wrap this up um, because, you know, you, you said something interesting there again, that, you know, what I hope people aren't hearing from us is that, Hey, you got to lock yourself in a room for eight hours a day, right. Or 10 hours a day and you got to do the work and you got to, like that's not what we're saying. I'm a huge component. Like I truly believe a disciplined morning leads to a big business like if when i say hit your time block hit your routine make sure you get your most important activities engagements done in the morning like if you focus on that 8 to noon deal where 8 to noon every single morning i'm going to make it be as close to the same morning every single work day my routine, my personal routine, my professional routine, and I'm going to commit to the activities that drive the largest results in my business during those hours. What you're going to find is if you are, if you are truly disciplined about those first four hours of the morning, your life will open up, your business will thrive and your life will open up. I'm not saying you won't have to work in the afternoon, you might have appointments or showings or whatever, but your life will open up. Focus first on creating a powerful first four in the morning. Your first four hours, routine, discipline around the most important activities to your life and your business. Do them daily, Monday through Friday, maybe do them Monday through Thursday. If you can bring a ton of intention to the morning, then go for it. But that's really what we're talking about. We're not. Don't flood your whole day and time block your whole day. It's like, you're never gonna stick to that. But mm-hmm. what you can stick to is your first four, personal and professional, and your life will grow from there.
1: Yeah. I love food, so I just think of it with a food analogy. But it's so much easier in the morning to turn down that bad food to eat a healthy breakfast or eat a healthy lunch than it is to turn down that pint of ice cream at 9 p.m. Um, yeah. I know from experience, guys. But uh, but that's why you you focus on those first four hours. That's why you stay focused on those that morning. If you can really hone in your morning, you can stay disciplined. You're you're the most recharged at that time. Don't put it off. Don't procrastinate because what you're going to do is you're setting yourself up to be restless and frustrated.
0: Yeah. And that's why in our in our real estate business, our team BTG Real Estate, like our morning, we have morning huddles every day. Our group coaching is in the in the mornings on Monday. We have our team meetings in the morning once a month. Like it's about creating this place for all of our agents to plug into and get the momentum for the day, be part of the right conversation. Like that's that we know how important that is to our own lives and our own careers. So we want to give that opportunity to our agents. And, you know, like I said before, the key ingredient is always the individual, right? Like we can create the environment and framework and the conversations, but the key ingredient is always us. We have to show up right we have to just take that one responsibility to show up for ourselves every single day and it's it's extremely important and it really can be that simple it really can all right so you know just to recap i mean we talk a little bit about the work from home movement that should be at the top of your mind how am i going to master the work from home movement uh you know and as I, you know, we of course we went through the discipline of self leadership and the power of our team and guarding against isolation. Um, but be watching tech right now. There's some interesting stuff happening. Kyle, you and I were talking about Zoom released some new hardware this morning. It was a $599 all-in-one personal collaborator collaboration not advice sponsored that,
1: by them by the way you know, we're not
0: but but what <laughs> you'd love to point, be if you want if someone's watching <laughs> <laughs> but the point of it is is like you know they're coming out with this you know 27 inch touchscreen three wide angle lenses eight microphones you know it's a touch touchscreen display like the whole thing is is to create a more immersive and intuitive online experience text going like be mindful of what's happening watch what's happening watch how you can be a better communicator and a better engager online that's one of the things we want really want to solve is engagement and like culture how do you create culture for a business um, in a work from home environment and we're gonna see some emergence of some really interesting technologies and and techniques that you know you want to be plugged into so be a learner right it's not just about education around what's happening with real estate industry and market what's happening in general with the tools that you use um, so that your business can flourish. So once again, work from home, the discipline of self-leadership, the power of routine and guarding from isolation.
1: Yeah. So guys, thank you again for listening. Um, before you go, I'm going to remind you one more time, please subscribe to our podcast, uh, Apple podcast, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, all of them. Um, just go on subscribe that way. You'll be aware of all the new content that we have coming along. Uh, like our Facebook page to see even more stuff. Uh, I promise you, we have some really, really exciting things in the work that uh, that we're in the works that we're going to be releasing later this fall uh, around all of this, around growing a business during this time. Uh, really want to make sure we're empowering everybody and and like I said earlier, improving the industry. That's our whole goal here.
0: Yeah, I'm not big on the carrot by the by the stick, but I don't know that I've ever been this excited about what we have going on in the fall around authentic agents. So stay plugged in, invite your friends, uh, encourage it to plug into our podcast, like us on Facebook, and we will see you next week with a podcast around accepting the challenge. New, uh, new opportunities and new challenges are available to us today. Will you accept that challenge? Join us next week. See y'all.